Hi everyone, this is Kelly Cassia, and today I have another live story about me. Since I'm getting some messages to say that you guys really, you know, enjoy listening to my life experience and stories, so I want to continue that. So today I want to talk about my two grandfathers from father and mother's side. But before you guys understand um, about my grandfathers, I need to tell you guys the story about me. Um, my real father, uh, uh, before I born, he has um, lung cancer. So he was married to a woman that already had two children, right? And um, so before he died, uh, he gave me to his sister. Since they were very, very, very poor, you know, um, my, my father knew it that um, his wife could not handle raise three children, you know, was hard enough to have two. And since his sister um, was getting married and he knew that she could not have a child anymore, so he decided to give me, soon I get born, to his sister. And his sister was happy to take me in. So, yeah, so he died before I even was born. So my mom, um, I mean, the woman that adopted me, basically is my aunt, she took... Uh, my father's wife, my mom, to um, Rio de Janeiro, right? So I could born there far away from my father's family and everybody else. So she could just, you know, pretend that I was her blood child, you know, her, her child. So anyways, yeah, so, um, so when I born, uh, they bring my mom back. And my mom, the woman that adopted me, um, she still helped her, you know, uh, to the day she died. She had this connection of duties that she feel that you gave me the biggest present in the world, so now I would help you for the rest of your life. And she did that, you know, um, in consideration to me, to my father, that was her brother. So anyways, yeah, so this was the main secret, you know. And uh, I know my mom, She, like I said, she died last year. And she never liked to people talk about um, the true story that I, I was not her real daughter or something like that. She was very you know, hurt when she heard people saying that, you know, uh, but she's not your real daughter, you know, she, she get very sensitive with that. And we never talk about it. But one thing I remember, every single year, my mother used to take me to see my real mother. And she make sure I respect her, I understand the decision why she gave me away. And she always told me, she's your blood mother, I'm your heart mother. I'm your mother from the heart because I love you and, you know, you love me and that's how it is. But you always have to respect your real mother because thanks to her, you're here, life, you know. And in the beginning, when I find out when I was very young, I think she, my mom told me the truth when I was, I think, nine, nine years old. But I was going to see my real mother 
to I was very young, right? But the truth, the truth, she, my mom told me was when I was nine, ten years old, I think. You know, I don't know for sure the age. But um, anyways, so my, um, so I never have any feelings for my real mother, you know, because you don't grow up with that person, you know, it's like a stranger to you. You acknowledge that that's what she she is to you, but you don't have the feelings, right? So anyways, so, um, so my mom's family, basically, I don't really know, all, all of them know the truth, but my grandfather know the truth. He knew it, you know, that um, I was the daughter of his son, but not the daughter of his favorite daughter. But, you know, my mom, you know, that adopted me was my grandfather's favorite daughter, you know, because she used to help everybody, everybody in the family and everything. And um, so anyways, so then my grandfather, from my father's side, the guy that adopted me and took me as his own child, never told the family that I was not his real daughter. So, but you know what, guys? I, I I don't know if you guys know, but I'm Catholic. I believe in God. God is everything for me in my life. And I think God, you know, gave me, you know, I mean, my, you know, gave me to this family perfectly because I look like my grandfather from my father's side he has big nose i have big nose um you know my uh, personality was like my you know my grandfather so i mean i have so much love and you know for my father's family that was unbelievable you know it's like i belong in that family and another side of my mother's family I never feel like I belong there. I always feel like I was being rejected by them. I always feel that they hate me, you know, the way they are treating me and looking at me. So, um, so it was like love in one side, hate in another side. And that's how I grew up, you know. So, yeah, so my father from my father's side, my father's father loved me to death. Like I was his favorite granddaughter, you know. And when my father died, like I told you guys, he, I, he died when I was five years old. Still, I was the copy of my father, my grandfather used to say, you know, um, my son died, but you are here. And I knew it that, you know, um, I was not their blood and I never told them either, but I knew where I belonged in a family and that family was my family. I'm sorry, get a little bit sensitive. Um, so I have more to talk about my grandfather, my mother's father, because he hurt me a lot in many ways. You know, uh, many ways he used to say, you know, my granddaughter, you know, and I remember that hurts a lot. I knew he had lots of gun kids, you know, lots. But I mean, it was hurtful to, to hear that, you know? And my mother, you know, loved my grandfather so much. And many times I never tell my mom. Uh, since we did have a maid in the house, 
and the maid few times heard my grandfather tell me stuff like that like I don't like you you know my granddaughter she used to tell my mom and my mom used to argue with my grandfather to say don't talk she's twice of your granddaughter because she's the daughter of your son and she's my daughter so double so you should love her more you know and uh, she always say I don't know why so much hate for her you know she never did anything to you and I'm always being you know helping you out in the family so you should you know have at least some conscience of don't do that because you know I love her and she's my daughter and don't you ever say something like that but my grandfather behind my mom's back was so mean, you know. Uh, I remember one time um, my mother bought me um, a tambourine. And the tambourine had some sharp, sharp um, metal in the sides, you know. And, um, and we have it, uh, a maid uh, in, the, in the house. And this maid I, did, I didn't like much. And since I was the only kid, you know, my mom's kid, so I was the only kid in the house. So sometimes you get bored, you want to do something, you know. And I stopped playing that tambourine, you know. And the maid told me, like, stop making that noise, you know. And I didn't care, and I would keep, you know, playing that tambourine, like, playing, like, there's no tomorrow. The more she was saying no, I was doing more, <laughs> you know. You know how kid is, you know. And I realized that even my kid do that to me when I say no they keep doing sometimes just to push your button and that's what I was doing you know and I keep playing and my grandfather was just making faces you know and then then the nanny came and she ripped I was holding like to don't let her go and she ripped so hard from my hands and I have a t-shirt because it's summer in my country you know I have a t-shirt so she cut me with the metal parts, you know, here and here, where she she pulled away from me, was scrubbing my body, you know, and then started getting some blood, you know, and my grandfather started saying, yeah, like, cheers, like, good for you, good for you, you deserve it, you know, you're such a bad kid, you know, and I went to the washroom and I cleaned up myself and I put it, you know, on... I changed clothes because it get bloody my other clothes. I changed clothes and and I was quiet, you know, I don't say anything. And when my mom come home, you know, and um, she saw me quiet. Every time that something bad happened to me or something, I always stay quiet in the corner. I never talk much. It's like my mother knew something happened, something, you know, was going on. And, you know, that's not right. So my mother came to me and asked me, and I said, um, nothing, nothing happened, you know. And then, um, you know, I hear my grandfather yelling and say that, um, you know, she Kelly was being bad, bad kid, you know. And my mother say, what do you mean bad kid, you know. And then I say, Mama, I was just playing the tambourine, you know, and um, the nanny just ripped from my hands, you know. And I get hurt. And she say, what do you mean you get hurt? So then I show her, my mother see the, the cut, you know, from the metal, you know. And she, oh my God. So definitely my mother fired the nanny right away. You fire. You're not allowed to touch my kid or do anything that, you know, um, or even yell at my kid. You know, you out of here. 
pack your shit and get out. And, you know, my mother kicked her out. And then my mother went to argue with my grandfather to say, how dare you let that happen in front of you? And my grandfather started saying, like, she's deserved it. She was me. She was this. She was that. And my mother always stepped up for me. And again, have another argument and, you know, telling her father. And I didn't like the argument. And, um, you know, so... So yeah, so years passed, you know, um, uh, my, my grandfather from my mother's side uh, went back home to his city and, um, you know, God forgive me, but I never liked when he was around and I was happy when he was not with us in our house, you know. And every time we go visit that town, I just want to be around with my father's fathers because he used to treat me well. He used to feel proud to tell everybody, this is my granddaughter. Look how pretty she is. How would this? She looks like my son and blah, 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 blah. And the other one is just ignoring me, you know. And uh, we have a thing in Brazil as a respect and being religion that when it's your aunt, your grandfather, your mother, um, or godmother, you know, important relative, we ask for blessings, so we give a hands. We say, you know, like example for my mom, bless mom, and I kiss her hand. She kiss my hands, and she say, God bless you. So we have that kind of tradition to do that. And every time I go visit some relative, that like I say, aunt, grandmother, or whatever, I have to do that. And every time I have to do for my grandfather. And he used to squeeze my hands like, you know, and he'd never even kiss my hands. He, he just say, you know, bless you, like, like that, you know, and was was horrible. But anyways, year, year, years pass. And uh, I have my first daughter, like I mentioned in another video, I have my first daughter in Brazil. And my grandfather gets uh, really old and sick. He could not walk anymore. And guess what? All his kids, I think he used to have like 10 kids because in his first marriage, that was my mom's mom, he has um, one, two, three brothers and three girls. And then he married a woman that was 34, 30, 32 years old, and he was in his 50, 60, something like that. And he have like six kids more, right? So anyways, he have lots of kids. My mother built his house. My mother furnished his house. My mother did everything for him. And guess what? All those kids that he has, grandkids, whatever it is, nobody want to take care of him. Nobody cares about him. So my mother, since she loved her father so much, she brought him to Rio to live with us, you know, and take care of him. So my mother did that. So I have, you know, I was, you know, pregnant at that time. And since my mother was working and uh, and I was pregnant and I was not working, last time I was doing was doing some ballet class, you know, to keep in shape. I have to take care of my grandfather because the nanny that we used to have, the, the domestic that the maid we used to have in the house was afraid to come close to my grandfather because my grandfather after he was old and uh, 
I don't know, Star had maybe some mental issue because he was touching an inappropriate. Everybody that walked by him, you know. So he wasn't in that bed. And uh, so my mother, when used to go, you know, work, she used to ask me to feed my grandfather, right? And, and by the way, my grandfather never believed in ghosts or anything in, like, no natural, you know. He used to don't believe in anything like that. But anyways, and uh, so I have to feed him, you know. And since my childhood with him was not good at all, so I still have that hate in my heart against him. And every time my mother say, don't forget to feed your grandfather food, you know, because he could not eat by himself. And I was like, that breathing, like, oh my gosh, you know, I have to do that. So I used to sit and feed him, you know. And I remember to tell him, guess what, grandpa? All your favorite grandkids and kids, nobody wants you. You know, and and guess who's here feeding you, feeding you, the granddaughter you hate the most, you know, and he look at me like, you know, and he's like, I don't like you. And I say, I don't like you either. But guess what? You have no choice. So open your mouth and start eating it, you know, and he was like really angry, you know, and eating, you know, and God forgive me. So. So then he started like seeing ghosts, you know, because he was like pointing, you know, oh, why the woman is over there, you know? And I say, oh, grandfather, now the ghost is coming haunt you, you know? You make fun of me because I can see and now you can see too. Guess what? They're coming for you. <laughs> so I used to, I know it's not funny, guys. It's, it's bad. Don't do that, okay? But I don't know, like... I, I, I guess I accumulate and I feel now he's weak. Now is my turn to give it back and he's no right guy. I feel terrible to did that, to say those things. Because I I think that if somebody does something bad for you, you cannot give it back in something bad, you know. And um, that's the good Christian way to do it, you know. But in that moment, I don't know, maybe because I was, you know, I was pregnant and my hormones, my, you know, my feelings and things and, you know, started accumulating. I don't know. I, it's not right. It's not an excuse to act like that. But I confess and I know it was wrong, but I did. You know, I told him whatever I was feeling. I told him that um, when he said, I don't like you, I used to. I told him I don't like you either. And guess what? Everything you did bad to me, now you're going to pay for it. So I started like just speeding, speeding up to tell him, you know. And I have no shame because when my mom come home, you know, I would say in front of her, you know. And um, she's, she, of course, tell, don't do that. Just because he did that doesn't mean you, you know. And, and I said, but, you know. I want he knows that he did hurt me. I want he know before he even died, you know. But anyways, so this last um, more than a year, I think, and my daughter born, and um, he become very dependent of everything. So I remember my mother had to kill him to um, to the washer to give shower. He used to poop his pants. So it was so much work. That make me even hate him more because my mother was suffering.
to look after him to the point that was so much no maid want to be in our house anymore so basically i have to help my mom with everything too and i have a you know a, a newborn baby and my mother adopt have a, another daughter that she adopt you know that's another story but um so had two young kids in the house one newborn and one like was three years old so it was tough you know and then we have to deal with my grandfather it was tough but you know my mother hanging there and that so i remember that ooh, was so much and i think he was really in bad stage that my mother took him to the hospital and the hospital kept him because um the pressure was pretty high and and I remember that uh, after a week in the hospital, my mother went to work and we are working the carnival all night long. And in the daytime, we used to have a kiosk in the carnival because that's when you make the most money. And my mother always rent those kiosks, you know, in the carnival to make money. And uh, I spent all night there, you know, and, and in that time I have some boyfriend. And we spent all night there working there. And then in the morning, uh, my mom said, go home, take a shower, have some nap, and then come exchange with me so I can go home and, you know, and um, have a shower too for the night, get ready for the night. And I said, okay, no problem. So I went, you know, by walking with my boyfriend to my house. And soon I get home, the phone rang and it was the hospital to say that my grandfather died. And I put my hands in my head and I'm like, Oh my gosh, how I'm gonna give that news to my mother since she's crazy for that father, you know? She used to cry all the time when she think about if he die, you know, and all that. She has so much love for that for my grandfather. And I say, you know, I have to. So I walk all the way back again with my boyfriend to give the news. And I remember that day, soon my mother saw me walking you know, towards her direction. She put her hands in the mouth, in the in the head, like, oh my God, my, my father died. And she passed out. And oh my gosh. And I say, oh, now I'm going to lose my mother because my grandfather too. It's like, I get so angry. Like, no, come on. Like, you know. And I know it was horrible to think. And there's me and my boyfriend trying to pick her up my mom my mom is happy you know pick her up and i start asking for help and since carnival all the streets are closed so there is no car close by driving so taxi you have to walk pretty much like 30 minutes or so to get the taxi you know and i was really so i told my boyfriend you know tell the security that he have to open some passage for a taxi to come here to pick it up my mother because we cannot carry her we need an ambulance you know and then um that's what this then my boyfriend went talked to the security the security called the ambulance and the ambulance came to get my mother then uh, we went to the hospital and i'm not gonna go to the details but my mother have diabetes and very high Depression, you know and she struggled with this after my father died you know when I was five years old then she developed all that and and on and off she was end up in the hospital when she her nerves go up to the roof 
and my childhood was going to hospital with her on and off on and off and every time I go to the hospital with her I was thinking she's gonna die you know so I end up crying and begging to God please please don't take my mom too and since I don't already don't have a father and was hard, hard moments. But my mother survived, my grandfather. Um, guess what? None of his kids came for his funeral. And uh, nobody cares. All they care is who's the house that um, my grandfather have a name on it, it's gonna be. My mother never cared, told the kids, you guys deal with it. I don't want nothing. Even if my mother bought the house and built everything, my mother just... I don't want nothing you know the most important to me die so I don't care so that's all those kids care about it was about the money you know and that's what that family is all about but my mother survived and I was happy with it um since I can see ghosts I never see my grandfather um, my daughter did see my grandfather a few times in that house in the apartment but I did I never see it um, I guess um, after you die, you realize, you know, was not right what you did, what you done for the person. So I guess, you know, um, you regret, you know, I hope he did regret what he said. I do regret what I told him and I did to him, you know, um, to, to say all those mean things. But I was angry, but still it's not an excuse. I don't agree with making excuse so behave the bad way um that's what i'm trying to teach my kids to don't be that way show the opposite when people do something bad to you you know um so yeah and when i came here to canada my grandfather from my father's side died and that hit me hard because i did love him a lot and I could not go to the funeral because at that time I was still waiting for my papers to. I could not get out of the country. But it was hard for me. Um, I love my grandfather. Um, I cannot say I forgive my father for my mother's side because who am I to forgive anybody? You know, God needs to forgive you, not me. I have nothing to forgive him because I'm nobody. You know, I'm just a human being. And, uh, but he never say sorry to me. And um, that's okay, you know. Um, I don't wish bad things even before he was, when he was alive or after his death. But I just wish he would could understand and see what he done and that was wrong, you know. Um, he likes or not. It's true what my mother say. I was his granddaughter twice, you know, and um, and that's okay. It did hurt me to know I have a grandfather don't like me, hates me. But my mother never let anyone say mean things to me without defending me. And that was so important to me. So when he did make me feel like shit, my mother always remind me, it's not your fault. Is his problem and that's his you know his his fault and that's bad for him to don't know what kind great granddaughter you are you know and don't worry God know what 
he's doing, you know. And um, so she always come for me and always step up for me. My mother always did that, always step up for me, never let nobody hurt me. I was small, you know, and um, that's why when my mom died, that still hurts, you know. But anyways, the story today was about my grandfather. Um, the message I want to tell you guys is if you have any real, you know, family member that don't like you, disrespect you, hurt you. I do recommend to let them know that it that hurt you and that's not right. But if it if that doesn't work, I don't agree to you guys do what I did, you know, to keep reminding him, like I said, when he would he could not walk or you know, eat by himself. To say, you know, throw in his face that where's your family with this? Trying to hurt him back, you know. I guess I was trying to remind him all those people that you love so much and the one you hate the most is here for you, but you know, to him be a knowledge of that, maybe change his feeling for me. I think that's what I was trying to get some sorry for him in the last moment, but he didn't. He didn't care. You know, whatever I was saying, he just had that face. He never say, sorry, you know, what I did, I know was wrong. And he was conscious, like, in his own mind. He, he knew what he was doing. He knew things. Even he was seeing some ghosts, you know, stuff that he was claiming. Um, he was talking to my mom normally and about the past and this and that. So he know what he was doing. He, he was conscious. So, but no, he, he never, ever knowledge to say that was wrong what he did or show me any little caring or nothing only try to touch my butt or my private parts like i told you he becomes super pervert you know um yeah so yeah guys so don't do what i did <laughs> what i say don't get back to nobody like that okay uh it's not right let in god's hands let god handle you know, those people that are mean to you. But I do believe in self-defense. So that means physically if somebody hits you and you say stop and they don't stop, I believe in fight back. In that, I do believe. In that, I teach my kids too, you know, because if you tell somebody to stop and they don't stop, you have to defend yourself. You're going to be, what, being beaten to death without doing nothing. So... I believe that you have to go for it, you know, fight for it. But other than that, you know, be nice and kind for everybody. And um, God can see everything, even if you're not religion. I think we, in this world, we have to believe in something. Because if you do believe in something, means you have some kind of guide in your life. Okay? So thanks for listening. And remember, if you like this video and the YouTube channel, don't forget to subscribe and put a like for me. And if you like my broadcast, so sign up so you can be listening my story anytime you want it, okay? Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.